Mixed martial arts is a silly place. While on the one hand, many fighters are far more controlled in their use of physicality when confronted outside the cage, other times it seems like the most mundane insults or even the mere sight of a rival can set off a shoving match. Such knee-jerk reactions have led to some incredibly stupid moments over the years, and I thought it would be fun today to talk about these absurd altercations and highlight why they really are just plain silly. I'm Tommy from MMA On Point, a massive thanks to our Channel Hall of Famers, and these are the 10 dumbest dust-ups out Outside the cage in MMA history. Number 10. The Patty Taporia Hotel Encounter. I love English insults. Yeah, good luck, briefcase. Thanks. Someone's stolen your sleeves. Yep, nice one. Alright, where's the rest to take that? They are hilarious to my American sensibilities. If I walked up to someone here and called them a fart or a muppet or a sausage, they would laugh in my face. But these are the choice words of Patty Pimblett after someone throws a shot at him. Combat sports has a long history of English fighters who love to chat shit, as they say. She sort of comes in and George disappears. All these fucking assholes like you. Who's your boy? Who's your boy? Yo Romero, the soldier of steroids? And Patty has been doing so pretty regularly his whole career. One of his favorite targets recently online was Ilya Taporia, a man he would share a UFC London fight night card with in 2022. At the Fighter Hotel early in the week, Pimblett was nuking some eggs as one does when Taporia and his crew spotted him across the way. What ensued can only be described as a dumb dust-up. <laughs> Taporia reached out and either tried to slap Patty or possibly successfully did before getting a bottle of hand sanitizer chucked at his head because you make do with what you got, you know? A punch was thrown and missed by about five feet considering there was a table between them and then yeah, a whole lot of nothing. The only real victim was a plate of microwaved eggs that were now all over the counter. And he tried to throw me food at me and there was just eggs all over the floor so I was fuming that I missed out on me eggs. He did ruin the eggs. Yeah, me eggs what ended up in the lid, I ended up eating them because I was that hungry. You ate them off the floor? No, there was some, some went on the floor and some stayed in the lid there so I was like, they're getting it. Never done a single thing, little fat. Hilariously, Patty would take to calling Taporia all week hand sanitizer boy, and sadly, we will never probably see the resolution of this one, but hey, maybe they'll get into another stupid altercation in the future. Number nine, three-piece live on ESPN. Is it stupid that a backstage dust-up can launch somebody into superstardom? Yes, yes, it certainly is, but as stupid as this whole thing was, you gotta admit, at the time, it was pretty great. Jorge Masvidal had just re-entered the welterweight picture with a bang after over a year away by KOing cold recent title contender Darren Till in a London main event. He was backstage talking to Laura Sanko, doing his game-bred thing, when future champ Leon Edwards walked past and challenged Jorge to a fight that July. Masvidal accepted, but had a different date in mind. Right now. Let's talk about that opening sequence. Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> if you... Hey, come over here, say my face. <laughs> The dust-up being caught live on ESPN made for a viral moment that only got viraler when Masvidal was interviewed shortly after and gave enough classic material in just a few minutes to rival Steve Austin's King of the Ring promo. You're not gonna get a hit off me, you know, so I had to give him the three-piece with the soda and then just glide out of there, you know? My personal favorite part was saying that Edwards could no longer come to America. Hilarious. I know that since this dust-up, Jorge oversaturated the UFC product and caused many fans to get tired of all things game-bred, but if you take yourself back to that night, it really was magic. Stupid, stupid magic. Number eight, the Strickland-Duplessis crowd brawl. This one has all kinds of stupid elements to it. When this duo got paired up for a middleweight title fight, of course, they were going to see each other at a press conference, and they did right before 296. 
6, which was your standard fare until DDP threw this one out there. Bro, you think your dad beat the shit out of you? Your dad doesn't have shit on me. I'm gonna show you what it's like to Dragons. beat you. All, every childhood memory you have is gonna come back. The one where you lie in bed at night where your dad thing, comes man. in and he beats the shit I out of you. I will take your fucking soul, you understand me, you fucking pussy? <laughs> yeah, you fucking laugh, you fucking Yeah, oh, I got a nerve. I see I hit a nerve there. Yeah, you fucking did hit a nerve, you fucking bitch. <laughs> Go ice your fucking ankle, you fucking coward. Uh, Childhood DV, hilarious. Considering that Sean, who normally laughs off everything, raged out, you'd think that it would be priority to keep these two apart if they were both going to be attending the event that weekend. I mean, what kind of asshole would sit them near each other after that press conference? Yes, that's right, call it oversight or pure genius, but Strickland and Duplessis were a mere seat from each other with only a child separating them, making this all the more hilariously stupid. After a crowd cut to mid-card that saw the rivals taunt each other, all hell broke loose. And by all hell, I mean Sean politely asked the child to move aside, and then started Travis Brown elbowing Duplessis as best he could. UFC seemed hesitant to show the footage initially, which is kind of hilarious considering their track record with this type of stuff, but by the end of the night they came to their senses, and by senses I mean money. I'm the fucking boss, man. A stupid brawl, no doubt, but certainly one that will probably sell a few more tickets. Number 7. Two dust-ups, one presser. I would venture to guess that Dana White has seen just about anything that someone can see backstage at an MMA event, but this entry was so stupid he actually got visibly flustered. The Fight Week presser for UFC 279 had a delayed start, which is is pretty standard for every UFC press conference ever since Connor came around, but it was weird that they were only allowing two fighters on stage at a time. And that was because, as it turned out, Kevin Holland and Hamza Chimaev had just thrown down backstage moments before this thing was scheduled to kick off. While not opponents on the card, considering it's pretty much Hamza's policy to kill everybody, and Kevin loves to stir up shit with any fighter that gets within 50 feet of him, it's no wonder that something went down. As if that wasn't dumb enough, about five minutes into the presser, White got worse that a second fight had erupted backstage, this time between Hamzad and his guys and Nate Diaz's crew. Dana was just done with it. Yeah, this ain't gonna happen. I apologize, everybody. I am in very weird waters here. This has never happened in the history of this company. So trust me when I tell you this is the right decision not to do this press conference right now. And uh, the Diaz camp showed up with 57 people. Hamzad's team had 30-something people. And then you had multiple guys going on back here. It was crazy. It was absolutely nuts back here. The Please. dumbest of fates would await this card following the dust-ups when Hamzat weighed in 200 pounds over, so instead of fighting Diaz as intended, he would take on Holland after all. I'm assuming Chimaev is no longer allowed to be backstage anywhere unsupervised. Number 6. The 178 Presser Brawl In case you need a refresher, John Jones and Daniel Cormier at this time were not exchanging switch friend codes, and these not-so-best buds would be meeting for the first time soon in the Octagon for that coveted light heavyweight strap. So naturally, the UFC held a press conference, this one in the lobby of the MGM for some reason. Things went from zero to holy fuck in all of five seconds during a stare down when Jones put his forehead on DC's, something that for a shorter person is like eliminating John Wick's dog. <laughs>
DC next shoved Jones. Jones came back throwing hands. Hilariously, poor UFC PR man Dave Schaller was trapped in the middle, helplessly trying to stop this all when he got his ass yeeted through the makeshift presser wall, which collapsed. The best and dumbest part of this, though, was that DC then took his shoe off and threw it at Jones, only to hit innocent journalist Heidi Fang. John then hilariously roared in victory because he had both of his shoes still. All of this then led to later that day, possibly the greatest hot mic moment in human history. Hey, p are you still there? I'm here. Number five, Connor and Nate's bottle tossing battle. This is probably going to come as a surprise to some of you, but this will not be the only dumb dust up that Connor will be involved in on this list. To be fair, Nate either. This was the rematch presser. Nate had already beaten Connor once, so tensions were very high. When McGregor showed up late, because of course he did, Nate decided he and his team would be leaving shortly thereafter. Bad words and bad sign language were shared as Team Diaz was exiting the venue, and that's when things got ridiculously stupid. Hey, hey. Connor proceeded to launch them like he was crow hopping one from outfield to home plate in the direction of Team Diaz. There was liquid flying everywhere. It was mayhem. My two favorite dumb things about this Dana pleading with Connor to not throw things. That's all right. Hey, 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 Connor. Connor, don't throw those. Yeah, Connor. Connor. And the loss of control you can hear in his voice. And my other favorite thing is that Jake Shields, I'm assuming, has never played any ball sports in his life because that is not the throw of someone who has ever thrown a ball. Luckily, nobody was hurt. Well, except the security guard that Connor beamed with a full monster energy, but he squared up with him later, so it's all good. Not square up like fight, he gave him money. Number four, Boomerang Gate. I think we can all agree that in modern times against modern weapons, the boomerang is kind of dumb. It's not like Zelda, it doesn't come back to you, it's a one-off. You're just throwing a really nice decorative looking piece of wood at someone. Unbelievably, Fabricio Berdum found himself with a boomerang in his hand back in 2017 with cause to use it. If you recall, Colby Covington says not nice things, and this particular incident was because he called Brazilians filthy animals. You might have guessed that Fabricio didn't take too kindly to that kind of talk, so when he saw Colby on the streets of Sydney, as one might when the UFC is in town, he went over to discuss the matter with him. Being in Australia, a fan had just happened to gift for Doom a boomerang right before this incident, which is possibly the best timing in human history. After an exchange of words, Fabricio chucked his newly acquired weapon, plastic bag and all, right in Colby's face. You see, they're completely ineffective. Unsurprisingly, this would not be the only stupid time someone assaulted Covington on the streets. As many years later, former best bud Jorge Masvidal would run up on him outside a steakhouse with a mask on, and hit him with the Leon special, resulting in Colby walking around looking like Lloyd Christmas for a while. Number three, elevator fights. Yes, that's fights, plural. There have been two, which doesn't sound like a lot, but when you consider that generally speaking, elevators are just places people stand as they travel up and down a building, two is a stupidly large number of incidents. The first and less famous encounter took place after UFC 6, when absolute mad lad Tank Abbott and his buddies decided to jump Patrick Smith as they saw him exiting the elevator at the Fighter Hotel. 
tell. There's no lore about what prompted this beatdown, but it's Tank Abbott. Maybe he coughed too loud near him once three years earlier. Smith would require stitches, so this wasn't some light dust-up either. Hilariously, John McCarthy happened to be in the lobby and broke it up. The most famous elevator fight is, of course, between Bruce Buffer and Frank Trigg, though, which already implies this is legendarily dumb, because why are you fighting the voice of the Octagon? The two were leaving a shoot to go to dinner and ran into Dana White in an elevator. After Buffer interrupted a conversation Trigg and White were having, Frank lost his mind and throat-chopped Bruce, and then it was on. Depending on who you talk to, this one got all the way to Bruce securing a rear naked choke, but by all accounts, both guys were laying in good shots. Albeit strictly to the body, you gotta protect the moneymaker. This one added much to the lure of Bruce Buffer over the years, and could have been resolved if Frank just said, Hold on, I'm talking, brother. <laughs> Probably would have been smarter than a hilariously dumb throat chop. Number two, the 229 brawl. Ah, yes, the pinnacle of our sport, the most watched fight in the history of mixed martial arts, and it ended with all kinds of stupidity. But of course, it didn't start there, no, no. It started a very long time ago for a very stupid reason. Habib called Connor a chicken in a post fight interview. Beginning all there, he tapped all this like chicken. This led to Goat Artem Lobov saying Habib was the real chicken, which led to Habib confronting him, which led to Connor fighting a bus. Murmur, murmur, murmur. All kinds of mean words were said by both camps, and it all culminated in a lightweight title fight with 2.4 million people watching, legally at least. One of the biggest antagonists in this whole dumb feud was shockingly Dylan Danis, who is normally so thoughtful and respectful. Your girl got fucked by 75 guys before you married her. Shut the fuck up. After Habib won with a face crank, the most fuck you submission that's ever existed, he chucked his mouthpiece like a prime Randy Johnson and hopped the cage to get himself a piece of Dylan Danis in the most metal moment in UFC history. All hell broke loose. Everybody was fighting everybody in the cage, out of the cage, everywhere. It was absolute chaos for a few moments. Luckily, nobody got injured, although the poor governor ran away. Big dumb ugly fun, a black eye the sport recovered from as fast as fucking Wolverine because shame no longer exists. Number one, the Diaz Riggs hospital incident. Fighting in a hospital is like eating Taco Bell in your bathroom. You're already in the right place for what comes next. So you might call this fight genius, except no, it was entirely unnecessary and really dumb. The setup is simple. Joe Riggs and Nick Diaz just had a three round fight that went to a decision in favor of Joe Riggs, which of course means under Diaz rules that Nick won. And if you're feeling some kind of way about it, Nick is more than welcome to keep going. I'm like, y'all can get knocked the fuck out. Which is exactly what happened. After both fighters were transported to Sunrise Hospital and Medical Center to receive treatment after the bout, Nick took issue with Joe being strapped to a gurney on an IV, implying that he was in worse shape after the fight, thus the loser. After some words were exchanged, both men went to their rooms, but Riggs couldn't let sleeping Diaz's lie and walked himself, IV and all, over to Nick's room, which prompted more back and forth and eventually kicked off this melee. During the scuffle, Joe shit his pants and his IV tore out, so he was spraying all kinds of fun stuff for the janitor to take care of later. Nate got into the fray too, because of course he did, and eventually police on hand broke the whole thing up and everybody went back to their rooms. The scrap is one of those legendary moments that built the Diaz brothers mythos in those early years, and while I love those guys, you can't help but think that this was just one of the silliest things that has ever happened in the history of this very silly sport. I'll tell you who's not a silly Billy though, the editor of this video, Luke Taylor. Please follow him on all his socials, and go check out his YouTube channel. A big ol' thank you to our channel champions. You guys are seriously awesome, I can't thank you enough. If you'd like to become one, hit that join button below the video, and if not, liking and subscribing would also be really, really cool. What are some of your other favorite dumb dust-ups? There's quite a
quite a few to choose from. Let us know down in the comments below. And thank you so much for watching, you guys. I will see you on the next one.